0: When you're going through stuff to get back to your normal state, um, a lot of us, we fight going crazy
1: mm-hmm.
0: when sometimes you got to go crazy to go back to being your normal self.
1: What's, your life, uh, cause I
0: What's going on, people? You're here for another episode of the Bailu Campaign Podcast, where we unpack and document the unspoken truths of the millennial journey. You're here today with your hosts Dan and Nate, and we' are about to get into another one. <laughs> how you feeling today,
1: bro? Why you moving your head like you're in the booth,
0: bro? You killing my vibe right now. I asked you a question: How you? How you doing?
1: I'm pretty good, man. i Feeling feeling good about myself. What That's about yourself? good
0: as you should. I'm I'm activated. I feel I feel great.
1: What are you up to? Like since the last podcast, what you've been what you've been on?
0: Man, I just been trying to. Um, Get things out. My whole my whole uh, theme for this month is uh, releases and relaunches. Okay. So it was just making sure I drop everything right. So um, like from the close getting the close out this month. Um, cause I, I was trying to do some stuff, but clothes with capital V to get some mm-hmm. st- some stuff some gear under it. Cause you know what I'm saying if you if you don't got no product, your business not active. I remember somebody said That to me some years ago I hated that person For that But it's true Um, So yeah Put some some products out Because I got some products I want to kick out Under that Yeah Um, Launch the agency And create Start creating The digital footprint Of that Okay And start like Taking on like Partners and stuff So if you know Like any creatives Or anybody listening Who feels like They could add some talent To like future projects I could just have you On file um, So we could You could be our go to So like if, like, say you're a videographer yeah. and you shoot great content, you know what I'm saying? You can, like, submit your stuff, and we'll add you to our database of people. Okay. So if somebody hits us up, like, we need video content, we'll just shoot them to you or whatever. Okay. Um, yeah, and some, some other stuff. And I got to redo our website and stuff like that, but I'm just having fun. Right, How about right. you, though? What's, what's, what's up with you? What's this month looking like?
1: Yeah, man. So this month, decide to do an article every day. For sure, every every day meaning Monday through Friday. So
0: okay, so why are you taking the weekends off?
1: Nah, cause I I learned about it from this Medium blogger who's like pretty big, like probably one of the top Medium bloggers. For
0: sure,
1: and he did like a webinar, and he was just like how to really like step it up in Medium. Okay, and he was like, he just he did blogging actually for a year straight, mm-hmm. every day Monday through Friday. Okay. Yeah, so I was like, all right, let me try it this month of July, you know, try it out and really try to push myself to that next yeah. level because, you know, sometimes I can get so focused on making it perfect, making it get into a certain point, point.
0: Yeah. and for like,
1: sure. if you're putting out each day, you don't really have that time to let it sit, come back to it. With a new perspective and fresh eyes and all that so it's put me out of my comfort zone but i'm enjoying it though
0: that's what's up man keep it up may may the powers that be be with you
1: facts
0: so today we're getting into the latest episode that was recently dropped um and that is called change plus growth equals transformation change plus growth equals transformation and this was released this previous sunday so if you haven't read it already I would say you should, um, cause you should. <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna ask you off the top. What was the motivation for this one?
1: Yeah, so it really came from. It's kind of weird, and I don't really want to get into like the
0: the details. The, out de-
1: there. the other side of it, but it okay. came from
0: just on the surface. You yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It. it came from me seeing the Diddy Posts. Really? Uh-huh. When he had posted Cassie and his old jump.
0: Yeah.
1: And his, her, her, her new, new junk. Yeah. <laughs> but essentially, I was just kinda looking through the comments and like his comments was going crazy. Like yeah, people were saying as you'd
0: expect.
1: Yeah, people were saying, Oh, like someone sent hope to Diddy, he's dying <laughs> inside. <laughs> like, oh, he dogged her out. Now he's posting her while she's wearing a new dude. He's jealous. Dumb, yeah. Uh, just like a lot of stuff. Yeah, for sure. And I was just like, man, okay. It just got me thinking about a lot of different things. And really, from an outside perspective, I don't know Diddy personally. Most of our people on Instagram and Twitter don't know him either. For sure. But in my perspective, he's been through a lot over the past year. Mm-hmm. In terms of like losing the mother of his kids and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I can only imagine, to me, I, I if I was in a situation like that, I would imagine that that's probably changing my life as a person. Okay. So I don't really know. We don't know if it was a genuine gesture with yeah. that or it wasn't, but that's not for me to really discuss because I don't really, you know what I'm saying, I want to get mm-hmm. into that, but... For real, for real, it really led me to ask the question like, what, what marks change in like a person, mm-hmm. like, and and kind of when I was kind of going through that question, I realized that I also kind of need to answer for myself, yeah, because just over the past year and a half, two years or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of stuff has occurred in terms of like being really intentional on growing and developing myself. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll be a little hard on myself. Yeah, and I really needed to kind of get to the bottom of what marks change and figure out what that means, and like, so I so I can have somewhat of a standard, so I'm not like being down on myself when I necessarily may not need to be.
0: Okay, cool. That's a good question to try to answer. Cause like, even from our conversations about that, like, do people really believe in change? Is change possible? Yeah. Like, what is growth? Is growth possible? And even just speaking with older people outside of that, just to get like a different perspective, mm-hmm. um, it's kind of crazy. Like, the responses that I got from the conversations I've had with people the past, what, two weeks or three weeks that we've been talking about this. Um, I get into that later. But Mm -hmm. let's get into the article, right? That's what we're here for. So you started off with a quote from somebody named Danielle Burnock. Mm -hmm. I don't know who that is.
1: Yeah, it it was was actually a random...
0: But you was just Googling and you found that? Because
1: I was trying to figure out what the difference between growth and change was. Yeah. And it's like, for me, um, I had kind of put them both in the same bucket. Like, I didn't really distinguish the difference between growth and change. So, I was just Googling, like, what are the differences between growth and change? Mm -hmm. And I was just going through all the different posts that I saw on Google. And I came across that quote. And I was like, dang. I needed that for me personally. And I was like, yeah, I definitely got to include this, incorporate it into the article.
0: Yeah, that joint's fire. It's fire. Um, It says, change can be instant. Growth is slow. Change can be... A one-off event. Growth is an incremental process. Change can be made by a single decision. Growth requires consistent motivation and learning. Change can be the beginning of growth. Growth always starts with a decision for change. Danielle Bernal. And that is for sure. Yeah. That is. There's a lot of truth in that and what she says. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of truth in even how she placed it. I like how she placed it sort of like in steps yeah. because they all speak to a different part of the process, you feel me? The for process sure. that you uh, get into later on in the article. Um, anything you want to comment on this before I go forward? Or?
1: Yeah, yeah. I would just say like for me, just reading that it helped me so much because it allowed me to separate the journey I've been on for the past mm-hmm. year and a half yeah. into different parts. Right? Because I had just seen it as one journey yeah, of growth slash change, right? Okay. But it was like me deciding, all right, Nate, you want to be more vulnerable or you're trying to develop confidence or whatever. Me making that decision is the first step. That's change. Yeah. But the process that goes along with that, which is slow and it's not, it's a lot of imperfections, it's a lot of mistakes, it's a mm-hmm. lot of setbacks, is the growth process until... Finally, you're at a point where, you know, it's you're well integrated where yeah, you've transformed, part, and man. this is your actual me. You okay. I, mean?
0: I don't know. I kind of struggle with transform. I'm probably thinking it like in a, in a stupid way though.
1: <laughs> like a transformer? Yeah,
0: because you know when you think of like a transformer, yeah, yeah that yeah. means it has the ability to switch between two two states of being. You feel me? Yeah. But I don't know. That's just me though. It's just, like, the first thing that comes to my mind when, like, I hear that. It was, like... For sure. So, you're saying you could be... now I'm both. <laughs> 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 you feel me? Like, I could pick which one I want to be sort of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: um, When, at first, you only had one state of being. hmm But, now I guess there's some truth to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah, there could be saying. some truth to that. Um, but, yeah, so, you spoke on how um you had to figure out what the process was right Mm -hmm. because you were running into the different outside comments Mm -hmm. which started throwing you off where some people would see you after not meeting you for a while you feel me two three years time has passed and then they hit you with the wow you've changed And then you meet some other people and they tell you, wow, you've grown. And you go home like, dang, which one did I do? And I I can only imagine that could get confusing because Mm -hmm. to not have defined what those meant to you, you you obviously are letting other people define it. You feel me? Like to not tell yourself who you are, anybody could tell you who you are Mm -hmm. and they could spin you however they want to. You feel me? Because you don't have... Nothing solid to stand on. You haven't validated yourself and told yourself, like, this is what I am. This is who I am. You feel me? Because, like, I know, like, with me, there's certain things about myself that I'm like, yeah, this is me. Yeah. So if you tell me otherwise, I'm just like, hey, you, you can't tell me that about myself because I know for a fact, like, yeah. this is it when it comes to me. I, t- I tell myself that. You feel me? So I think it was good to take time out and approach that question and ask yourself like all right have i grown or have i changed and what does that mean Mm -hmm. so um the first part of the process that you list um was change and you define change as the decision to make change so change Mm is is the decision deciding stage of it right so um you said with change the first thing you have to do is declare your independence Mm-hmm. So when you're declaring independence, are you declaring your independence from who you are currently? Like that, like I'm about to break off from this, this thing of me that I want to grow from or yeah. transform. Yeah. That's what you're declaring independence of? Yep. Okay. And, um, and it's kind of weird because you use the declaration of independence <laughs> <laughs> as your, uh, your analogy. I was like, okay, this is kind of different.
1: Yeah. You know me. I always like to. Bring things that don't seem connected, you
0: know what I'm saying, in the tunnel. Is that a way to humbly, like, big up yourself?
1: Somewhat. (laughs) Okay.
0: I give it to you. That's a salute. But, yeah, um, and you said that you mentioned how Winston Churchill, uh, the first quality that is needed is audacity. Mm -hmm. So the first stage that you have to go through when you review your process of transformation is you kind of got to be a little crazy. Mm -hmm. Right. You have to be. You have to have the wild audacity to say, "I'm gonna make this change." Yeah. When everyone is used to a certain way, you feel me, a certain behavior, a certain reaction, like for sure. People get we're 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 habitual creatures. Like mm-hmm. whether people like to admit it or not, we're people of habits. And like the best way to learn somebody that I've learned over my 24 years is just study what they do repeatedly because sure. they're bound to repeat themselves. Like history, you feel me. Yeah so my question is from your from your review your findings yeah. why do you think the first reaction to the um decision to make change is always shock and disbelief
1: because people are not used to people changing like I've even for myself like
0: mm-hmm. there's
1: things I said that I'm going to change I'm going to do better in this area or that area yeah that I made no <laughs> Took no initiative or I might have done something at one time to display, all right, I'm trying. Yeah. But I wasn't really committed to making change. It was just like, I'm trying to please that person or you. And I feel like change is more so an internal decision. Like, all right, I'm going to do this um, rather, rather than... When people don't change, it's like someone's just telling you you should mm-hmm. or suggesting you should. Mm-hmm. So, like, declaring independence is really like the stance of, like, all right, this is what I'm going to do.
0: So, um, do you feel like that is, is inauthentic? What? In essence? What do you mean? So, like, let's say, for example... I told you, like, in this area of my life, I'm about to make a change, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm struggling with that commitment stage of it. Does that mean I don't want the change? What what, what do you think? Just your opinion.
1: Uh, hmm. No, I wouldn't say you don't want the change, but Mm -hmm. you're not 100% committed to to the the change. change. And you may may think you want it, but you don't really want it as bad as you say you want it. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah, like facts. everybody say I want to make a million dollars, but for like sure. your actions aren't don't, don't <laughs> lining up no. with that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So
1: yeah. <laughs> I think that's what it really is. It boils down to for, for
0: Yeah. Me. I think it it comes down to I hate that, you know that quote, uh well, it's a saying or like when being when Not the current state it. of who you are mm-hmm. is costing you more than who you would be would. You feel me? Yeah. Like, you're dying more in this state than transforming. That's when you feel like you have no choice but to transform. For sure. And it, it sucks that it got to get so bad for most of us. Before. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to say most, but for some, some people, before, you know, like, change is really acted on in a serious manner, you know? hmm Like, it has to get really bad. Like, (laughs) I'm talking about you have no choice left but to make that transformation. Or else, like, that's it for you. That's usually when I've seen change come through, fruition, and, you know, be like a full circle. Like, Mm -hmm. you're not even the same person. Facts. Like, being around you don't even feel the same. Yeah, like, it's a different type of vibe and energy. energy. Everything shifts. Everything shifts. So, um, you spoke on how... Um forgiveness is a big part in this decision making stage. And that's really good. Like, I like that. Mm-hmm. I watched some video on YouTube the other day about forgiveness. I be watching like little psychiatrist videos and stuff, and psychologists and stuff, right? And I have found this uh this lady, she had like a cool joint on like forgiveness and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the main gist of the whole thing was um um was that well, it was a couple of takeaways that I got from it, yeah. but one was that you don't have to forgive outside sources. Um, you only like feel like you have to because like you've been programmed to think like you feel me. That, I mean, personally, I think who, that thunder. <laughs> but personally, I think like forgive and forget. It's a myth. That's impossible for sure. Like it's it's some stupid theory. Somebody created and just been pushing over the years. Like it's stupid if you ask me. You can't do that. It just doesn't work like that. You're a fool if you forgive and forget. You can forgive, but to forget, you're an idiot. Um, in my opinion, right. that was, was pretty like, strong. Yeah, <laughs> idiot. Ooh. But that's just my opinion on that. Um, but she just her, her the takeaways was like you don't have to forgive outside sources. The energy that is going to take to muster up to try and forgive sometimes is not worth it, mm-hmm. and um, a lot of times. Your focus is directed in the wrong place, meaning that you might think to get past this situation, I have to forgive the outside source. You feel yeah. me? Like if somebody spun me and did me dirty, I might focus so much on trying to forgive them that I, that after I'm done using up all my energy to forgive them, I don't have none left to forgive myself For sure. when I should be the first person that I should forgive. Because like if you say you stole from me, right? Okay. And I forgive you for steal? stealing. <laughs> Sorry, what you mean? what you steal? You mean stole for valuable? You wouldn't be here. You stole from me, <laughs> right? And I'm like, "Sheesh, man!" Nate stole from me. Nate is like, Nate is like a brother to me. He stole from you. So I muster up whatever it takes, the courage, whatever words you want to put right there to forgive you. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be your friend no more. That's that's done. Mm-hmm. We we'll never be cool again. But I forgive you, mm-hmm. right? I also have to forgive myself because I'm having these thoughts of shame and and you feel me of guilt and anger. Like, I how was that so stupid that I let somebody get it's like steal from me? How did I sure? not notice that I was missing this? You see, know, why would I even like let my guard down so much that somebody could easily just do? You mm-hmm. feel me? And half of the time, it's best to use all your energy to forgive yourself because once you're able to do that sometimes the back end of that is forgiving the other person, unknowingly, because you'll see them. You don't feel nothing towards them no more. No animosity, nothing. It's Mm -hmm. just like, it's whatever. You feel me? Like, uh, we done, type thing. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. But with you, you spoke on um, forgiveness. And with the process, how does forgiveness tie into that, into this decision?
1: Yeah, yeah. And it really came from the shy episode, really. Mm -hmm. Like... I was watching the shot. If you watch the shot, basically he was talking to one of the guys. Uh, this is common. He was talking to one of the guys. He was like, "When I was in prison, yeah. um, hell wasn't in Statesville. Hell was in my mind mm-hmm. because he had killed some girls, little girls, something like that." Okay, and he was like, "I had to forgive myself." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he was talking to the guy like, "You're walking because you haven't f- forgiven yourself." You're walking around in a lens of guilt. Yeah. So like, the dude was in the cent- in a center and people are looking at him, and he's feeling a type of way like, man, they're out here judging me. Yeah. Blah blah blah. And he's like, nah, you're just judging yourself because you haven't forgiven yourself. And he's like, yo, actually, one of the ladies was trying to holler at you. Like she <laughs> she thought she was kind of cute. You know what I'm saying? She yeah. thought she was handsome or whatever. And he's like, man, I, he would have never. Kane, he would never would have never thought that someone was interested in him because yeah. those eyes looked like eyes of judgment yeah you know what I mean and the reason it was it wasn't because all of them were it was because he hadn't forgiven himself
0: so he was just projecting what was yeah. going, his internal battle onto everybody basically. exactly exactly
1: okay. exactly so
0: you can't do you think you can make it pass deciding to change without forgiving yourself because like let's say like with me personally right It's some. I'm not gonna get into details, but some things that I'm working on changing that Mm -hmm. I know are self destructive to myself. You feel me? Certain like reactions, certain behaviors, certain Mm -hmm. like things. I just know like it's self destruction. Um, do you think I could authentically make that decision to change and hundred percent commit to it while ignoring the fact that I got to forgive myself? Like, damn, you was doing this stuff that was killing yourself for so long. You feel me? Yeah. you think it's possible?
1: I think you can make the change but it's to during that growth process is something you're going to have to address.
0: So I'm going to have to face it regardless. Yeah, so it's going to be like a roadblock it. I'm going yeah, to get over. Yeah,
1: it's it's going to put a cap on like how far you can grow
0: to be okay. honest. Man, right. you sure you sure you don't want to take that back? <laughs> 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 you no. Know, hey, I, I believe that though. I believe that honestly. And um so bouncing off of that another thing that you said was that with outside sources sometimes mm-hmm. um after you get past the stage of forgiving yourself and you actually have committed to your growth there's some people who will never support or encourage that mm-hmm. right they're always going to want to see you as who you are because they're used to that yep. and you suggest that the best thing to do is to cut them off yeah who you take you
1: take the mic like now <laughs> yeah for sure because in my opinion, it makes no point of people who are discouraging like, your growth, your mm-hmm. genuine growth, mm-hmm. and they're putting you down. It's like, what's the point of uh, being around someone who's always going to be putting you down, saying, yeah. like, oh, you're the same person, and, and sure. seeing you in, as the old version of you? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, we're human. We should be allowed to grow and change, you know what I mean? And really continue to evolve as people yeah but if someone's not allowing you to do that, then like what's the point of even having that type of relationship?
0: But do you know like you understand how difficult that is?
1: yeah I mean we, we screen
0: we screen growth, we screen change, we scream mm-hmm. all that stuff, like you go on like Twitter, I swear if I open my Twitter right now, you're gonna see like five hundred tweets about like mm-hmm. growth, about change, about vibes, about energy about whoop whoopy woo yeah. right. But in actuality, how many people really lived that? Not many. Out of that five hundred, it's probably like fifteen. As I honestly like about that life, you feel me? Honestly, believes that stuff Mm -hmm. because I think to hold, because my whole clash with the thing of growth, right? Yeah, is that I want to be, I want my new growth to be acknowledged and accepted, right? But in order for for me to receive that, I have to be able to give that. I got to sure. accept people have are able to grow and all that, too. And I think that's, that's such a huge gap between that.
1: For sure. But, I mean, the one caveat I will say is that it's a time frame. Like, mm-hmm. you have to give people time to accept that you're... To, like, adjust to you? Or, yeah, like, to adjust to this new person that you are. Because so it's just like, bro, um, if you... Right? like I think I wrote in here, fool me once, shame on
0: On you, on you, you. Fool, fool me twice, twice shame, shame on me. me. It's yeah. like,
1: all right, people need to make sure that you're just not trying to pump fake and you haven't really changed, you know yeah. what I mean? Just Especially to, just the, to
0: get some, most of exa- the time, you get some out of
1: people too, spending them like, yeah, I yeah, I swear, yeah, facts. I sell Victor, facts, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, I've done it to people, you know yeah, what I'm saying, you like, feel me? Me too. hey, we we good, you know right. what I'm saying, but I wasn't. I really wasn't on nothing. For sure. And you know what I'm saying? And some people embrace a, me open arms. I'm yeah. like, ooh, you don't know. But <laughs> <Like>, you sweet. <laughs> right, right. Tell you know, so... if they knew. <laughs> but um, it's definitely, you got to give people a grace period. You can't get defensive. And that's, and that's the important, and that's why forgiving yourself is important. Because once you can forgive yourself, you can kind of accept, some of the judgment that may come with uh, your growth. Jeez.
0: And um, last question on this before we move on. How long is too long of a grace period? Yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like some people... Because you know, that's, that's going to change every situation.
1: Yeah. Every situation is different and you got to be able to uh, see that every person is different, right? Mm-hmm. Like you may have hurt this person at this level, but you may have hurt that person at... A higher level sure. so that person is going to need more time just naturally to accept that alright this is a new version of you
0: yeah you're not on that same BS
1: yeah yeah exactly exactly but I mean especially like if they're not someone who's like your mom or your pops where you generally want to have that relationship with them after a certain amount of time it's like what's the point
0: Yeah, like not, why are you still even trying dealing it.
1: with Dealing with that situation, you know yeah. what I'm saying.
0: And one thing I found out too, just off of living life, off of my personal, my personal, one of my personal guidance sayings is like, "F this, I don't need this." <laughs> it's true. Um, a lot of times when you like tied up with stuff and you swindled and all types of, you know what I'm saying, types of situations or whatever, you 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 envision your life with that situation in mind right Mm -hmm. so when you think of the future you think of the future including the bs that's currently in your life Mm -hmm. and you have to like transition to a place where you just have enough faith to understand that regardless of what happens you're going to be straight and i think once you have that switch in your mind you can walk away from anything and even like in business negotiations right sad to say the person who has the most power is the one who, who cares less yeah. who's not as that much invested right mm-hmm. because they know they could go somewhere else they could find some. they have an abundant mentality they know mm-hmm. there's way more in the world For sure. and when you have that scarcity in your mind you'll take anything right but when you like you view the world as being abundant and you view yourself with enough faith that you could survive you're gonna mm-hmm. be straight you could walk away from stuff because anytime you walk away from the bs Couple months down the road, you're like, man, that was some BS.
1: <laughs> I'm glad I used, right, I cut right. that off.
0: Like, I yeah. ain't need that in my life. You feel me? Yeah. So yeah, I leave that at that. But let's hop into the next one, which is fight for freedom, and that is growth. That's the second step in the process that was highlighted. Yep. And um, <laughs> I like how you started off talking about that—the audacity from people being shocked. Is going to run out. For sure. And when that runs out, that's when, you know what I'm saying, you have to get ready to start fighting for your freedom. Yes, sir. Right? So what does fighting for your freedom mean to you when you start growing?
1: Hmm. Because
0: that sounds very, like, it sounds like you're, you tell me I got to fight for something, it's like we're going to war, you know? Yeah. Like, you have to be prepared. Like, you have to, like, it's mental, it's physical, like, it's a lot of things that's embodied in the word fight.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's like, it's just the realization that some people are benefiting off you not growing. Mm-hmm. So when you say, I'm trying to change, and now, you know what I'm saying, I'm trying to get into this new phase of my life. For sure. The first thing you're like, ah, nah, he tripping. And then they're going to be like, nah, bro, you can't change. <laughs> we ain't yeah. going like that, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, And that's where I kind of brought in... The Declaration of Independence, like they, I was just kind of studying, and yeah. I, they talked about how originally, like when they wrote the Declaration of Independence and sent it mm-hmm. to King, I forgot his name. Yeah. Um At first, it was he was like, like Christopher, "Ah, so. just some," you know what I'm saying? He thought it was playing. Yeah, he thought it was all, it was playtime. Oh wow. But then he came to a point and he realized it was serious, and that that's what really led to the American Revolution. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He was like, "Nah, like y'all not about to just." Tell me like yeah, bro, we're me. we're free. You feel me? Like what you gonna do about it? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like even just think about it. In any movie or any situation, like let's say some some big dude, some big buff dude gets challenged by a little guy. Yeah. Usually the little guy comes to him like, Yeah, I'm not playing with you and the big dude's like, ha ha. ha. Like, boy, you playing. Yeah, you don't take it. And then the seriously. big the little dude may like, nah, like, I'm serious. And then little dude may get knocked out, <laughs> or not knocked out, but he may have to scrap with dude. has little faith. has <laughs> so like, little faith. So like, nah, he ain't gonna get knocked, but he actually gonna have to fight. Yeah. And that's just how the cookie crumbles. You know what I'm saying? Like, if if you want to change, like you gonna have to go to war about that transformation that you you aspire for and what if
0: you're not ready to go to war but you want to change
1: uh i mean that's where a lot of people just fall there. back in the growth in the growth stage is where we lose a lot of people you know what i mean like yeah. a lot of people make the decision but for that decision to be uh a, like commit to that decision mm-hmm. is it's it's not easy man the fights don't be
0: easy too i, I from maps <laughs> my... Yeah. Them fights be hard because <laughs> it's, it's, it's a fight that's you fight, you fight multiple people at once. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like, we could probably, most of us could, I don't want to say most. I hate saying most. I don't like to make blanket statements, but a lot of us, that's that's a blanket statement too, right? People <laughs> are able to fight one-on-one. I think yeah. you have a fair chance, 50-50. Mm-hmm. But when you get to this transfer, for this... Uh, Freedom fight, you're fighting yourself. You're mm-hmm. fighting outside sources. Yeah. You're fighting your environment. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so many things you're fighting at the same time, yeah. bruh. That, like, to to stop right there, it makes sense. I see yeah, why sure. it happens. you think sure. like I've stopped right there a couple of times. I'm sure. like, man, the fight that I'm going to put up is going to be way more uncomfortable than me just staying how things are yeah so I'ma cool it I'ma come I'ma come try again next year I'ma try out next season you feel me
1: facts like even me thinking about me leaving my job right yeah like it was a fight at all at all all angles all angles bro like from my folks to my job like people on the job like uh you kinda kinda dumb for wanting to leave like a stable job and even within myself like am I crazy like and sometimes I be thinking, like, Nate, bro, why do you put yourself through some of this stuff? Like, your life could be so sweet. Like, yeah. you could just be on chill time, but you make your life so much harder than it needs to be. I be feeling like that sometimes. And it's like, when you're getting attacked from all angles, you know what I mean? It's it's hard to stay in that yeah, and defend yourself in that. But, you know. Make it happen, huh? Yeah, man, you gotta you gotta stay ten toes. You gotta yeah, you stay gotta ten fight, toes.
0: You gotta fight till you to the death, honestly. Yeah. You gotta be willing to
1: really I don't know, die about what you want. Yeah, and like uh this fire quote from Shoe Dog. Yeah. Um I can't I don't know who the exact person who said it was, but they said uh the cowards never started. Mm-hmm. the weak died along the way. And that leaves the rest of us who survived. Yeah, serious. And it's it's a quote about Oregon mm-hmm. because apparently in American history, like a lot of people try to make the journey from the east to the west coast. Yeah, and a lot of people were, of course, afraid. Some people tried to make it to Oregon or whatever, mm-hmm. didn't make it and died along the way. So. Oregon, that's what they call. I didn't realize I learned this in the book. That's what they call themselves the Trailblazers. Cause it's like, yo, we, we literally lasted the Oregon Trail. And we're here today and like, we survived. So yeah, sheesh.
0: That's wild. And even like, just just thinking about, um, I remember a couple months ago, I don't know if you remember, I think it was like early in the year, we was having a conversation. And I was like, true, I made a statement like, true strength is foul you you find out how strong you are when you're willing to die about something,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right, and I was just talking about how like let's say, um, you're in a crib, right, mm-hmm. and somebody break into your house, and you're like i'm because my my kids are here, mm-hmm. my wife, whomever you live with, like people that you love and you want to protect yeah. you you get a certain kind of strength in mm-hmm. you when you go into like protective mode when mm-hmm. you're protecting other people.
1: No, nah, that's like
0: I I feel when I'm protecting like other people, I'm stronger than if I'm protecting myself. It's oh, kind yeah, of weird. Sure. I don't know what I don't know what Bruh, that, same ha- thing. that is. Same thing. But you feel me? Like when you? But when you know you're something that you love, like your, your ability to protect it and withstand the fight increases tenfold. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how it is with. This change, this growth, all that stuff, right? You have to be so committed and, I would say, in love with the process, in love with the ups and downs, mm-hmm. in love with the fights that's going to come, that is going to give you a certain boost of confidence, a certain boost of fight in you. For sure. That one more breath you need to throw that last punch to win. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not, you could easily quit, you feel me?
1: Yeah. Because
0: it's a different thing to like. The growth and the change and who's on the other side and it's another thing to be in love with receiving and becoming that. You hear yeah. I me? Mean? I agree. For sure, you can snap. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Buzz boys and poets, where we at? <laughs> All right. And um the next one was the difference between knowing and doing. Mm-hmm. And you attack the cliche quote: "If you knew better, you do better."
1: Yeah.
0: What's your beef with that?
1: I mean, to me, it's just that I feel like people grossly underestimate the gap between knowing and doing, mm-hmm. and it. And to me, it just makes it seem like it's a linear process between knowing something and actually executing on that.
0: So, what you mean, like, if you know, you have to do it.
1: Yeah, it's like, like you're right. gonna do it. Yeah, you do exactly. It? Yeah. It's like once you know, then the next step you do it. Yeah, but it's like it's a lot between knowing and doing. In my personal opinion, like. Doing requires, like, more than knowledge, Mm -hmm. right? Like, doing requires courage, vulnerability, and discipline. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, you need the courage to really act on what you know, right? Like, Mm -hmm. let's say people talk about, um, like, you're a man and, like, a dude is disrespecting a woman in front of you. You know that's wrong, but you need to have the courage to actually do something and say, yo... That's not.
0: Yeah, that's like not, not know, what we bro. on, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, it's not a good thing, but yeah. for you to actually do that, it's not like the knowledge, bro. It takes courage, right? Cause, yeah, it's true. cause he might come hey, you at now. you crazy, yeah. like, "What's up?" <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and also like then the discipline aspect of being able to do that on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. then the vulnerability. Of putting yourself out there and yeah. actually doing it,
0: right? Yeah.
1: It's it's one thing to say like, all right, like I'm a I want I know how to do podcasts, yeah, but it's another thing to do a podcast because you got to be vulnerable, knowing that you're gonna have to put yourself out there. People are gonna comment under like, "Hey, bro, you kind of whack, yeah? <laughs> Why y'all doing this?" Still? Yeah, right, <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? And that's just the reality of. Knowing the difference between knowing and doing, and it's like mm-hmm. that statement just underestimates all that is required to actually do something.
0: Yeah, it sounds like a very intricate process. Yeah, to get from knowing to actually doing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I like the discipline part too, because it's like, all right, now you now you know you did it, but are you gonna always do it?
1: Exactly. Because exactly.
0: Situations change, man. And to to stick to your guns and. When you like the, the variables switch a bit, you could be like nah, yeah, because you feel like it's somebody <laughs> disrespect your sister, it's way different than somebody disrespecting a random person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's still at the end of the day, it's, if your principles are, right, I don't want people disrespecting women around me. It's like, mm-hmm. Ugh.
1: you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it tests <touched> you. <laughs> nah, it's facts, it and it's like, yeah, well, of course, I'm not saying you got to be perfect, but you got to perform it at like a high level. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You're going to have your days where you're like, man, I should have done better than that. Mm-hmm. And of course, we're human, but... For sure. You know what I'm saying? If you're doing it 30% of the time, bro, like <laughs> <laughs> you think according, that? according to uh, the school system, that's failing.
0: Sheesh. Ain't no failures, man. <laughs> no failures. No failures. But yeah, for sure. So, you're doing requires more than knowledge. You need courage. Vulnerability and discipline. Yeah. I like that. I might get that tatted. Uh, Okay. (laughs) As long
1: as you quote me, bruh.
0: Nah, (laughs) bruh. You good. (laughs) You don't do copyright. All right. And the final stage, the final stage is a transformation stage. And that is about having... right to tell your story and not just telling your story and you take it a step further owning your story yeah so once i've been through my growth excuse me i've been through my change which is my decision Mm -hmm. my growth which is my fight i fought for what i want to Mm -hmm. be and become i've hit the stage where i've transformed and transformation like we always talk about is the integration yeah because until you integrate this new person, this new habit, this new approach, this new energy into yourself, you haven't become it. Like, integration is when it becomes a part of you. You feel me sure. not thinking of it. So, you're saying so you're subconscious. So, we hit this stage, and you talked about um, the difference between telling your story, yeah. knowing your story, and owning your story. Mm-hmm. So, let's start from the top. Telling yeah. your story.
1: So, before I would say, like, before I get into that, I just want to say this was uh important part to speak on for me because for sure. like especially doing like writing and of course the podcast, mm-hmm. I'm always having to kind of share some of my story. For sure. And a lot of and sometimes I wouldn't share it as much. Not like of course not oversharing, but giving a genuine amount of the story. Yeah. And I'll be conflicted inside because I'm like, man, I'm not the only person that's a part of this story. It's yeah. other people who I care about dearly, who are characters in this story. Yeah, and it's like, man, in this story they look kind of bad, like For they sure. look kind of weak. Yeah, but through this process, I've I've been like, man, nah, Nate, you have you have the right to tell your story, bro. Like, yeah, you, that's what happened to you. Like that was that's what you went through and you have the right to share that you know what i mean like mm-hmm. you you just have the right you know what i mean and it's like you you got to give i had to give myself that permission cuz originally I, I really hadn't given myself that yeah so it was causing me to hold back in certain areas and and not being 100% not saying i wasn't truthful but i wasn't uh clear about mm-hmm. The nuances of some of the stories I was telling. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but uh, I guess to your point, you said the difference between... So knowing is really just having the knowledge of your experiences. Yeah. A lot of us know our story like, all right, um, this is what I've been through.
0: Yeah, like this like, is what happened. I
1: grew up here. My mom did this. My pops did this. And now I'm here. All For right, sure. bet. Cool. Mm. <laughs> and and it's it's a very surface level.
0: Yeah, it don't go in depth at all. There's no depth to it.
1: Exactly. But then the second, like typical
0: introduce yourself. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Elevator pitch. Right. You feel me? <laughs> elevator pitch. Right. And then understanding is really just being able to connect the dots in your life mm. and see and seeing like maybe how like some of the unhealed traumas can play a role in how you engage. Okay. It's like all right, man. Like man, I went through this as a child, so that causes me to react in certain ways. Mm -hmm. And it's like, all right, you're seeing that life is connected. And you're kind of moving like life is connected. And it's like, all right, you have a more in-depth understanding of who you are Mm -hmm. and why you're acting in certain ways that you may react. Okay, And then owning is really requires to me just uncovering the part of your story uh, that's hidden by Mm shame, because the thing about and I had to realize because I think on we talked about on the last podcast Mm -hmm. when I talked about how like man I kind of had somewhat of a breakdown right yeah and breakthrough 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 my bad breakthrough breakthrough
0: we don't break down (laughs) you ain't no old cause (laughs)
1: Hey, you were know saying we AMG kits for real? <laughs> oh, S's. Hey, you already know. Uh, but um, because at that point, I finally addressed the shame mm-hmm. part aspect of my story. Like, and for me, I thought understanding my story was the highest level I can get to because yeah. I, I felt like I fully knew. My story and knew myself like man. This is where like I've those been. Dots. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I, I, boy, connect the dots, <laughs> bro. <laughs> I solved the puzzle. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Uh, but when I got to that next stage of like man, this is and I addressed like the sh- the real shame and mm-hmm. some of the traumas and some of the things I has experienced. Okay. Um, I was like, okay, this is. This is, a, this is a higher level. And it really allowed me to fully own my story personally. And I feel more comfortable even about like sharing it in yeah. a way because like now I've taken the shame away.
0: Yeah. I, w- I was going to ask you that too, right? Mm-hmm. It was like, what was the result of owning your story? Yeah. Because to me, I think once you own your story, you're not just owning, because your story is who you are. Yeah. Right? Um, it's what's happened to you, and owning it is deciding how you're going to let that affect you, mm-hmm. right? Because to tell your story, I don't know if you noticed this, but most of the time, if you're stuck on the first level of telling your story, you play victim a lot. For sure. You act like it just happened to you, you feel me?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it did. Like, there's, there's terrible things that happen to all of us. I'll make a blank statement for that one. There's for every single person on this earth. There's something that probably happened to them that they told the right person. It will bring tears to their eyes. Mm -hmm. You might not be the right person, right? Because you have a higher tolerance for certain things, so Mm -hmm. it might not hit you. But there's somebody else who they could hit. It could even be um, like somebody grew up like super wealthy. They had Mm -hmm. every amenity every luxury, Mm -hmm. and their folks didn't come to one of their swim practices, right, swim meets, and that broke them, Mm -hmm. they could tell somebody else who experienced that, and they could like bond, and you feel me, have that empathetic connection off of that, because they both know how it felt, but like, if they told me, I'd be like, damn nigga, you had it, (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know what I'm saying? Damn, like, you had, (laughs) you had, (laughs) excuse me, you had everything else. Like, Mm -hmm. what you tripping for? Yeah. You feel me? So, yeah. And, but we get into the part of, and then with uh, knowing your story, you're able to know how you, like you said, you're interacting with people, right? Mm -hmm. So, I think with that, you know when you're projecting Mm -hmm. yourself on others and when others are projecting on you you're able to make that difference between the mirror right and see like okay I'm either reflecting or being reflected upon which Mm -hmm. one is it you have more knowledge right and then but the final part of owning your story I think is when you conquer your story you conquer what you've been through you conquer what happens and you you're basically making that contact with yourself that this is what happened we're not gonna Throw it away. We can't discard it, Mm -hmm. right? This is just our story. This is what made us who we are today. For sure. But tomorrow and moving forward, that's up to me now. I'm going to decide what happens now. Mm -hmm. And and there's power in that, man. There's strength in that. Like, for sure. I know there is.
1: Yeah. And it's like um, the example I talked about in... The article, it's like, it's a simple story. It was from Brittany yeah. Brown, from mm-hmm. the podcast you had actually sent me. For sure. That was actually the first time Top I came in contact with her. It was something simple, like her, she didn't make the dance team. Yeah, the cadet team. Cadet team, right? Mm-hmm. And if she would have just been on the surface level of uh knowing her story mm-hmm. and said that, I would have been like... Girl, like... <laughs> right. A lot of people don't make tryouts. <laughs> yeah, right? It ain't deep. Right? It's not deep. But when she got to that level of really owning her story,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like I said, it. it's... When you own your story, people can really... People don't have to relate exactly to what you experience, but yeah. they can relate. They can empathize with, with you because... Figure. The because of the feeling, right? Yeah, like
0: they've been. Man, I've been
1: through that type of feeling. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's mm-hmm. and it's like a. Uh, and she talks about um, rising strong. She said empathy is me too. Yeah. And shame is like, oh, I feel sorry for you. Sympathy, or that. sympathy. My bad. Yeah. Sympathy is, and I'm side
0: sorry. note, sympathy is disrespectful. In my book, mm-hmm. like I think sympathy is like one of the most disrespectful things. It's kind of condescending to tell somebody you feel sorry for them. Mm-hmm. It's like you're like you're it's just like you're putting them underneath you. I don't really like like I've yeah. never been a fan of sympathy. I don't have mm-hmm. a sympathetic bone in my body. Yeah. I don't plan to develop one, and I don't ever want no one to develop one towards me. Like, don't feel sorry for me. I'm not a sad case. Yeah, you feel me. Like my life ain't a GoFundMe. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for real. Like nah, don't Where, do that. You can like, feel with me, but don't feel sorry for me. Mm-hmm. Like nah, you don't have the right to. But back to you.
1: <laughs> but no, nah, that's it. That's it. Like, uh, really owning your story and really being able to share like, okay, this is how I felt in that moment. Yeah. Um, people can connect with that. You know what I mean? For sure. Because it, her sharing a story about, you know, not making a team, it connected some dots in my own life
0: mm-hmm.
1: that were way deeper than that, that. I hadn't really realized. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, man, I remember feeling that type of way about this. Yeah. You know? So, I think that's really the power in owning your story. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's how you can really inspire people.
0: For sure. And um, I don't know if you got to that part of rising strong yet, but there was a part where she basically made a statement that when you don't own your story, it owns you. Mm-hmm. And we have to make that decision. Like... Yeah. Are we gonna be controlled by our story and what we've been through and what happened to us, or are we gonna rise strong and rise above it? Yeah. And we all have to make that decision. And if you really pay attention, like you really pay attention, because like like example, with architects, with design, or anything of that sort, right? Mm-hmm. Like in the design realm, everyone always says this, like. We train you to see. We want you we're training you to see. We're training you to see. Mm-hmm. Um and once you hit a certain level of expertise, you see differently, you relate to the world differently. Okay. Like the way an interior designer relates to the world is different than a regular person. For sure. You feel me? Like they interact with like fabrics and things differently. They walk in your house like, hmm, linen, this is nice. But yeah, you're just or- like, Man, it's a nice couch, I'ma buy it. You feel me?
1: They have like an internal sense of like, yeah. they can feel they can the vibe. F- yeah, and they know from like, listen, watching that design. You feel
0: me? Yeah, like she knows like putting this here makes this aura mm-hmm. in your room and brings this type of energy. Yeah. And I think that's the thing with learning to see. When you learn to see um, from owning your story, mm-hmm. You could interact with the world, and you know, like, man, this person hasn't owned their story yet, or this person has. And it makes a big difference in how people move. I could think it's really life-changing, honestly, Mm -hmm. you feel me, to own your story. So, I think it's worth the time. I'm I'm working to try and own my story, because there's certain aspects of it that require outside sources Mm -hmm. being addressed, which Mm -hmm. will happen when I feel like it. But, yeah, I, I know the power in that, so... I salute you for doing that. I don't take yeah. that lightly. Like
1: nah, for sure. And speaking of like you owning your story, nah, I'm I'm excited for your own journey because I mean, even this year, like you shared some some things with me, you know what I'm saying, that I hadn't known.
0: Like, oh yeah, for sure. In our
1: relationship. Yeah. Over the however many years it's been. Yeah, Whatever. but you know it all now. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> but yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, um, I have a question. For sure. Because sometimes when with not owning your story, mm-hmm. sometimes I do you feel like we hold people accountable for knowing our story? Um like people that we deal with on a personal level.
0: Um so I'm gonna speak for myself. Mm-hmm. Uh for me to withhold certain aspects of my story, hmm like I said, it's like more of a it's a power thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't hold people you interact with on a personal level accountable mm-hmm. because I can't hold you accountable for something that you don't know. You can't yeah. be sensitive to something you're not aware of, right? Yeah. Like if I'm dying, I don't let you know I'm dying, and you don't notice I'm dying. I'm mm-hmm. playing all cool on the surface. I can't yeah. get mad at you, like on for a logical sure. sense. Like you know what I'm saying, like take away emotions, everything mm-hmm. else on the logical sense, I can't get mad at you. Um, but for me, not owning my story, I maxed that as, like, a form of power. Okay. Um, because it it gave me an upper hand in any situ- any relationship, right? Okay. Because, imagine people running around screaming how much they know you. <laughs> and you know for a fact, like, yeah. there's people who'd be like, man, I know Dan, like. Brand, I know everything about Dan. <laughs> and it's like, I'm like, girl, you don't know nothing. I know for a fact you don't, because I didn't yeah, tell you nothing. Tell you that. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of things that I haven't told you that will mm-hmm. put me together. For sure. And it's it's also I come clean, it's like some fear
1: mm-hmm.
0: that kind of drives that because it's like you have to be okay because you haven't owned your story specifically. Like mm-hmm. I haven't I hadn't owned all of my story because there was bits and pieces of it I wanted to forget. Mm -hmm. And then once I think about or whatever So um, Because I hadn't Faced those things Those aspects of my story And decided how I felt on them I also didn't I didn't want to give that to other people Mm -hmm. For them to decide When I had to make my decision on those aspects first You feel me? Yeah so it was like like a little bit of fear That played in there But that's just like done Because I noticed like now like ever since we had that conversation, yeah, and I just like was like, "Hey, bro, it's this, that, 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 these are things you never knew." Boom, here you go. You could piece everything together, and he was like, "Oh, everything makes sense." Yeah, I've noticed yeah. I notice with like, with new with new people that I interact with, mm-hmm. I'm easier able to let them know my story. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't held my story back ever since that day. But oh. doubling back to people I'm already yeah. settled with. <laughs> That's the weird part, cause like I don't know how they're gonna react. Yeah, for sure. Yeah,
1: yeah. For me, it was like a thing where, you know, because I think growing up, like we know our friends and like, but we're not necessarily mature enough to really like try to dig deep into someone's personal life. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're kind. It's kind of like of a. Like you don't all right, if don't ask, ask, don't tell type yeah, of you. Like yeah. I'm if you're not gonna really tell me about that, like clearly you don't want to talk about it. So, so like I'm not gonna ask, force you. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? So it was like it was certain things that in my head, knowing you all those years, it was yeah. like some things not adding up. <laughs> <laughs> some things not adding yeah. up. And it just didn't make sense. But I was just like, uh, eh, whatever. Cool. Yeah. And it'll be like just little things here and there. But I never like sat down with it like, hmm, let me attack Daniel with like sure. these questions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, I think that's what. But I know for me, like sometimes we're not owning my story. I do. I'm in the same way. And it's usually with women mm-hmm. for the most part.
0: Same Yeah. Because... I don't want no y'all going to run around. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, my yeah. Thing. That's what I used to tell myself when I was younger. It was like... This lady is only going to be around for so long. She don't need to know all that. Yeah, for sure. People are spiteful, man. I don't, I don't trust what somebody going to do with that information.
1: Yeah, and it's like, but I I know sometimes I would hold people accountable because if they were to treat me, they were like try to move in a certain way with mm-hmm. me. I'm like, shawty, like you should. Know I'm it. not one of these. <laughs> I'm not one of these type of dudes. You know what I mean, like. These and bozos. Sometimes I would, and in some of those situations I had to give them like a little bit of context. They're like, "Oh, okay, that like yeah. I right, I can't move like that with you." Okay. But it would be on like shallow things. Yeah, it wasn't like on a on deep level. level yeah. you know what I mean. Facts. Yeah.
0: So the, the moral of the story is owning your story <laughs> is good for your health.
1: <coughs> Facts
0: for sure. And I think you're not really. You can't call yourself 100% authentic. This is my opinion also.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Grain of salt. But you're going to never feel authentic until you own your story. There's always going to be a piece of you that feels like a flunky. (laughs) Right? Because when it comes to certain aspects of your story that you've told yourself, like, it doesn't exist lying to yourself saying it doesn't exist
1: mm-hmm.
0: or moving like certain things never happened to you or you didn't react to certain things um you're suppressing that mm-hmm. and when you're suppressing your story you're suppressing who you really are yeah. pieces of yourself and you feel me and to be 100 percent authentic is to accept all of you and if you haven't done that it's kind of hard to really be like I'm real this I'm real that and mm. back of your mind it's like hey, you thought <laughs> <laughs> you feel me like it's that for little sure. voice like right yeah. <laughs> you feel me so
1: because we all know like the parts of our story we haven't accepted yeah
0: right and it's not even yeah. it's not even for other people to accept it but it's just you yeah it's a personal thing it's you do you do this for you you feel me and once you do it for you you flourish in a different way you have a certain level of Authenticity that you tap into, mm-hmm. because you know. You know what made you who you are, and you know what you want to be. Mm-hmm. And that's priceless. Can't buy that. Closing remarks.
1: Uh, what time we at? How much time? Yeah, we had an hour. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. all right, we good. Yeah. Uh, closing remarks. Man, I ain't, I ain't really got nothing to be honest i mean i guess i would just say like really getting the process of owning your story mm-hmm. um i think is truly like life changing mm-hmm. when you can get to that level for sure uh so that, i guess that's what i would encourage all our listeners to do mm-hmm. um because it's it's a good place it's a good place i like that what about yourself
0: um, for me i just i just Stick to the fight for your freedom aspect mm-hmm. and just saying, um, it's if the fight is not going to be easy. Uh, nothing ever good comes easy. Mm-hmm. Um, the fight usually lasts longer than you think it would. Yeah, you might think you're about to just hit or quitter, you saying one punch Class. man, That's and you-, you, you in the fight, you in like round 36, and you only saw 12 <laughs> on the sign up sheet. You feel me? Like. Thanks, that's what bro. it feel like, bruh. So and you sometimes you still, even after you win, you win, you still go home and you still fighting. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like because we 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 could beat the the outside elements, but we might still live in the same environment, and yeah. that's something that you still gonna have to keep fighting. Yeah. But I just encourage everybody. It's, it's a fight worth taking on, and if you really sit down with yourself you'll realize you're way stronger than you ever gave yourself credit for. Mm-hmm. So you judging your ability to withstand the fight off of who you are, it's not a true metric of what outcome you can really create for yourself yeah. after you hop in the ring and put them gloves on. Yeah. So and put the gloves on.
1: Facts. And just the last thing, sometimes it, it may get worse before it gets better. For sure. And that's something you're gonna have to kind of accept. Like it's bad, and it may get worse. Yeah, you know what I mean. Nice. It it's may to
0: get terrible. Yeah,
1: like <laughs> it's not no. I hate. That's why I hate that
0: saying. Oh, things will get better. I be like when people tell me like, no, it's not. It's bro, about it's to get, get worse. worse. <laughs> <laughs> I tell my mom like, mom, I was about to be effed up, and let's admit that it is. Yeah.
1: So we don't go in there and act surprised to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I had to accept recently. Like, dang. 'Cause I've been in some jams, I'm like, bro, like I thought it was supposed to get better. You feel me? <laughs> and it it doubled back and was like, nah, bro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Got some more for you. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, but. but yeah, it's worth it though. And like I remember uh I had a talk with my OG though and he, he said something. He said to when you're going through stuff to get back to your normal state, um, a lot of us we fight going crazy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When sometimes you got to go crazy to go back to being your normal self. Sheesh. So whatever whatever route your process requires for you to go, whatever extent it requires for you to lose, you know what I'm saying? Whatever.
1: Yeah.
0: If you're committed to that end goal and you have faith and you trust that you're going to get there, just let it play its course, man. Yeah. Because regardless how bad it gets, as long as you're still alive, you ain't die, you'll be straight, man. Thanks. That's all. So you just stay alive. That's all. And with that, we conclude this episode. Thank you for listening. Salute to Elevate, our sponsor. Tap in. They got the careers popping. They just sent somebody to Google recently. I'm like, oh, that's lit. <laughs> I like that. You feel me? So y'all get in. Y'all might go to Google, too. Even Instagram, is to help it stop, you know what I'm saying, crashing with their servers and all that. Thanks. But yeah, we, we appreciate all y'all for listening. Till next time, love
1: life. Take care of yourselves. Balu campaign, we out.